Good morning, coaches. This is the National Wake Up Call. Today is Monday, July 2nd, and I've got four announcements for you today. Here we go, sharing the screen. Number one, beat your best promotion in July. Um, isn't it funny how sometimes these Team Cup or beat your best promo aligns with either Olympics or World Cup? It gives you that just added energy that you need to help more people ever get started on their health and fitness journey this month. So it's exciting because you can beat your best from your previous 12 months, and that's in Success Club, and earn a one-of-a-kind medal. You want more information on that? We have a website. It's teambeachbody.com slash beatyourbest. There's also FAQ 2775. Um, it's also, July is our first month in the new Success Club Rewards. So start earning now the one month reward, which is a Team Beachbody coach hat. Number two, information about Lift 4 and Miss Damas VIP early access, which is July 16th. You can still get your customers $10 off Lift 4 packs and bundles through July 31st, plus get that VIP access. And with that, you get four new workouts right away with Lift 4. You get three of the first four workouts for Miss Damas and the full program July 16th. I keep saying this every week, but there's always new people that come to the call. So um, coaches, if you purchase by July, you get exclusive access to the coach test group that starts July 16th. You've got those FAQs up there, 7,500 or 5,222. Super Saturday. Today is the last day to register to host your own event. So just go to the coach office and you can find out um, how to host your own party. So continue on that momentum that we created at Summit. Excuse me. All you have to do is um, visit FAQ 9792 if you have any questions or just check out that map. Here's the link to it, tbbcoa.ch slash soupsat event map. It's the same link every single quarter. I never changed the link, so check for an event near you. This morning, I believe there were 235 events, Jeff. I just thought you wanted to know. Last but not least, we have just a few more days until that special price ends for that $130 Summit 2019. If you went to Indy, you know that it was the best location ever. If you didn't go to Indy, trust me, it was the best location ever. So you want to go learn more about it, FAQ 9713. That is it for the announcements. And now it's time for me to introduce your president of global sales, Jeff Hill. Oh, Sandy, there's so many areas I could go this morning. You've got like Mike Envy. I mean, there you are with that. And all I've got is this i mean <laughs> anyway all good all good but uh coaches welcome to the call you know sandy talked about it being independent State, but let's be honest i am canadian and yesterday was canada day so to all you canadians i want to wish you uh, uh i guess for yesterday a happy canada day and uh, you'll laugh at this but i was sitting around the fireplace with our kids last night some of whom were born in Canada and they broke out into O Canada. So here's to you, Canada. And of course, we're going to also celebrate July 4th, Independence Day. That's going to be absolutely um, great. And uh, excited about this Beat Your Best. We're going to talk about that just a little bit more with Michelle Myers, who's our guest speaker. And she's going to be 
uh, remarkable. And this Lift 4, guys, I mean, it is an absolutely incredible program. You are going to love it. And I'm absolutely confident. And you're saying, Jeff, you're the corporate guy. You're supposed to be drinking the Kool-Aid. You're supposed to be telling us this. I'm just telling you what, it is a great program. You will love it, and you will love to introduce it to people who want to get fit. It's just got this great blend of lifting of, of, of cardio that is just a great balance. So uh, it, take my word for it. It is a great program. And Super Saturday, I get to go and I say, I get to go to Buffalo, New York, never been there before. And to Philly, never been there before for a Super Saturday. So you know what? Come and join us. It's going to be great. But wherever you are, get to a Super Saturday. Get your teams there. There's just something that happens when people come together and you see like-minded people that are cause-driven, that pick up best ideas and, and, and learning. Um, so Make that investment for this Saturday or Sunday, whenever your event is. So, okay, we're going to keep this call moving. We want to get to Michelle, uh, but first we need to hear from everyone, the guy everybody knows, Darren Ashby, the voice. He oversees our recognition. So, Darren, put that pretty face on and let's do this. Hey, good morning, Jeff, and good morning, coaches. Happy to be here with you on this lovely uh, Monday morning. Let's jump right in because we've got an amazing list of new rank advancements this week. So let's jump here. I will share my screen and find the right thing. Here we go. <laughs> I got to get more smooth at this. I know it. But here we go. All right. Let's start with our newest uh, new diamond coaches this week. So exciting. Here they are. India Allen, Isaiah Barham, Kim Bauer, Chelsea Bemis, Kenzie Bone, Benjamin Burgess, Nicole Campisi in a secondary CBC, Stephanie Carlstedt. From Canada, Miranda Cook, Amber Deeses in a secondary CBC, Denise De La Rosa, Jenna Dixtra, Ian Farmer in a secondary CBC, Emily Faber, Faith Gowdy, Gina Hansel, Alexandra Hernandez, Todd Ingram, Sarah Isabel, Cherry Johnson, Jen Kelly, Val Lacey, Jonathan Lane, Christy Mante from Canada, Kathleen Marin, Patrick McCoy, from Canada, Jill Meldrum, Lauren Moore, Russell Moore in a secondary CBC, Kate Morgan, Jerry Orstad, Natasha Pearson, Allison Ranieri, Whitney Renee Montgomery from Canada, Carol Ann Robinson, Meredith Stanford, Ashley Stewart, Ashley Taylor in a secondary CBC, Jamie Thompson, Beth Torgerson, Lauren Vanderlinden, Frank Van Skeek, Haley Vaughn, Andrea Vest, Molly Wendell and Catherine Yentoska. Way to go, guys. Now on to our new star diamond coaches. Here they are. Congratulations to Taylor Cardenas in a secondary CBC, Tara Dish, Paige Farr, Chad Hansen, Kara Hinty, Aaron Kvistad, Nicole Mumfra, Taylor Perry, Curtis Schultes from the UK, Gemma Shells, and Mindy Sisongdith. Now for our new two star diamond coaches. From Canada, Colleen Bembro and Daniel Carrasco, Adam Hoffines, Michelle Katz, Kelly Kohler, Minerva McCuchin, and Todd Slingsby. Jumping to our three-star diamond coaches. We have three of them this morning. Here they are. Congratulations to jo uh, Jody Deloche, Ashley DeWeese, and Alexandria Police. Now our newest four-star diamond coaches. Congratulations, Emily Luciano and Taryn Perry. And coaches, we have three new five-star diamond coaches, none other than Taylor Buckley, Cece Davis, and Megan Geese. And our newest six-star diamond coaches, Julianne Condia and Mike Karpenko. 
Now we're going to jump right up to 10-star diamond coach. Here they are, Kelsey Shackley and Amy Silverman. And coaches, we have two new 11-star diamond coaches. That would be Ashley Lachlan and Jamie Shepard. And we have a new 12-star diamond coach. Congratulations to Kim Lima. All right, moving on to our top success club point earners for the week. Here they are on top of that list. Ashley Molstad, Emily Faber, Kelsey Hill, Mallory Lindbergh, Amy Silverman, Cindy Tremblay, and Ashley Smith. All right, that's it for this, uh, <laughs> this week. And I don't know how to stop this share here. <laughs> so where's my mouse? There we go. I'm oh. back. <laughs> All right, Jeff. Take it away. No, 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 Darren. You've got to come back. You've got to tell everybody to have a fantastic week. It's the 4th oh, of July. I mean, it's not official till you make it official. I was getting flustered. I couldn't find my mouse. It was like, you know what? I don't want to hear about that, but go ahead. You just <laughs> tell All everybody. Right. Don't ever, ever, ever forget to make it a fantastic week. And happy 4th of July, everybody. Darren, happy we're still sharing your screen. Oh, we are. How come? There we go. Okay. All good. Okay. Oh, sorry. Technically challenged. Fantastic yeah. week, everybody. <laughs> well, everybody can tell that we are an absolutely well-oiled machine. It's fair to say there's still a little bit of summit hangover and weekend hangover, but you know what? We're having fun, and that's and that's such a key piece about about this. And you know what? One thing that I love doing. Of course, we're doing this live, and it's fun to just look down at the phone and watch leaders that are on this phone that are congratulating their coaches for moving their business forward, doing a little bit of shout out, a little bit of recognition, which is one of our vital behaviors. I saw Kim. Kim Rosa Lima on there that advanced. So Kim, congratulations to you and to everybody else uh, that's advanced their business this month. And even, it doesn't have to be a 10 star. It doesn't have to be an 11 star. If it's a brand new diamond, man, that is so important in your business. That's, that's like the stepping stone to where everything gets going. So congratulations to all of you. Okay, so with that, we are thrilled to have Michelle Myers on the call with us. Let me tell you just a little bit about her before she gets on. She has been in the business for nine and a half years. So you can say she's seen a few things. She's weathered a few storms. She's, uh, she's, she's really got some great insights and perspective on this business. She's a four-time elite coach. She's a member of the Million Club. She's a 12-star diamond coach. She's an executive leader on the leadership ladder. She's a success club 10 legend. And she is from Asheville, North Carolina. She's a mom. She's a great person. Uh, I talked a little bit in my closing about great business, good company. And uh, Michelle is one of those people that has a great business, but because of her, she's got a good business as well. So Michelle, let's get you on and see you. Are you there? And now we just need to hear you and then we'll be even more thrilled. Can you hear so me now? We can hear you now. Sandy probably was playing with her microphone and wouldn't let you talk. So all good. I'm feeling a little intimidated. I would like to, should I just hold this the whole time? You know what? I think we're both going to go like this and just feel, you know, the Uniball pen. We feel better about ourselves. Sandy's made us a little bit inferior, but. When well, I say something really smart, will you do this? Like I drop the mic? Absolutely. Absolutely. So now I feel compelled. I'm going to have to drop this regardless of the mic stuff. Let's get going on this call. Cause I know you've got lots of great content to share and I don't want to short that. So, uh, Michelle, welcome to the call. And for those that happen not to be at Summit, uh, we know you'll be there next year, but Michelle spoke on the main stage at Summit and did an absolutely 
remarkable job. And so thank you for that, Michelle, and for everything that you represented and you shared there. It was, it was fantastic. Oh, thank you so much. It was my honor and my joy. I loved being able to give that and just be able to expand on it a little bit more this morning on the practical side. Fantastic. Well, let's, so let's jump in. Not everybody knows who Michelle Myers is, and we always kind of go through the same routine. So my, my job's always easy. I just kind of lob the softballs and you knock them out of the park. But um, so Michelle, tell us a little bit about how you became a coach, who you are, and uh, then we'll keep moving into the content. Sure. So I was a full-time graduate student when I first signed up to become a coach. And then I was also a newlywed and I was a part-time group fitness instructor and personal trainer. And so I had a lot going on in my life, but when I found out about coaching, obviously I was teaching a lot of classes that was really hard on my body and I was also geographically limited. And so when I heard about coaching, I thought that this was an incredible opportunity to be able to take my passion for health and fitness and to be able to help more people. But obviously my husband who knew that we were extremely maxed out time-wise was a little hesitant. And so I talked to him about it for the first time, actually in October. And he was like, I'm not sure. Let's just, let's keep thinking about this. And then in December, when he asked me what I wanted for Christmas, I told him that I wanted to be a Beachbody coach. And so I heard Melanie Mitro share at Summit that she became a coach as her birthday present. So she and I share that sentiment. I became a coach that year as my Christmas present. And so this really coaching combined everything that I was passionate about and I was looking for as a newlywed. One of the things that excited me too was starting to think down the road about becoming a mom and having kids. I knew that I wanted a job where I could be present with them when they were little. And so coaching was something that made me realize that maybe it was possible. Well, let's, so that's, that's great. Let's talk a little bit about when your business took off a little bit, but I think one of the great, one of the great messages that you share with your coaches and actually to the network is uh, there's lots of people that, that certainly pursue this, want to pursue this as a full-time gig, but for many, it is a, a part-time hustle, if you will, or, or something that gives them a lot of fulfillment. And one of your messages, no, you can do, you can do this part-time and have it be rewarding, be a mom. Uh, you know, wear, wear those hats and, and do it well. But first, just how did it take off for you? So I think where everything changed for me was when I honestly decided to try. You know, I love this beat your best promotion because I realized in my business that I wasn't being my best. I was showing up to work my business when people were coming to me. I was basically waiting for it and I was working it when it was easy rather than creating those opportunities for it to happen. And so this is actually a really good lead in to my topic that we're gonna be discussing because I really think that my turning point came when I stopped just looking at it as an opportunity and I started embracing it as a responsibility. And so this idea of Beachbody has created an opportunity for us. And as long as we keep it at that, then our business is probably gonna be limited. And not just our business, but our influence and our impact. And so when it changed for me is when I said, okay, what would happen if I actually started to 
take advantage of all the tools and the resources that were available to me. And so I started listening to the national wake up call. I started plugging into the resources that were made available to me by corporate and by my incredible upline coaches and upline team and other cross line leaders. I started, I went to my first event. And so for those of you that maybe have never been to a super Saturday with that coming up, let me encourage you, even if you have to drive a little bit, even if you don't know anyone else who's going and it feels a little bit uncomfortable, go. Because going to those events makes your business real. It's really easy for this to seem like this intangible thing when you don't have those moments that you can see. Because this business a lot of times will feel intangible. So put yourself into those situations where it becomes tangible to where you're showing up to the national wake up call. You're showing up for events because when I did that and not only that, but when I realized how incredible the events were and I started bringing people with me, that was really when my business exploded. Well, so I've got two questions for, I'm going to make a comment first and a question back on the responsibility versus obligation and, and dig a little bit deeper into that. But um, what you just said about, you know, being at these events, making some of these non-negotiables, I mean, they, they really are key. And when you think about this being a business of duplication, never forget that people that you're leading or the teams that you're trying to build are watching you very intently and you may not know that, but they're saying, okay, are they showing up if it's important enough for them to be there, to be talking about this, those kinds of things. Uh, people draft off you. People will follow your lead and place importance on the things that you place importance on. So uh, these events, just what you get there is key. But let me go back for a minute, Michelle. So I know you're going to talk about looking at this business more as a, um, as a responsibility than an opportunity. And when I first heard that, I kind of went, Oh, is that is are people going to feel more more responsibility? You know, is is that a heavy thing or is that a good thing? And and share why that was a good thing uh, for you and how that changed your paradigm versus because opportunity feels kind of good. Responsibility goes. Oh, I got more responsibility. So share how that played into your mind. So I mean, I think when we think opportunity, opportunity is this idea, and this is what I shared at Summit of opportunity is optional and opportunity makes it about me and what I want and what I get. And when it's based on me, then it's really easy to lose motivation. But when it's about others and when you see others changing and when you see their lives getting better, when you see their health improving, you don't quit on that. And so when we talk about responsibility, it's not this idea of you're doing things for them. What it means is I am giving other people this opportunity and simply encouraging them to be able to take advantage of what's right in front of them. Uh, because there's power in together. There's a reason why we're so excited coming out of Summit is because it's easy for this business to feel isolating and to feel like you're doing it alone and like you're this floating head on Facebook that no one is listening to. But when you come together with a group of people that are passionate about the same thing as you are, then it creates a momentum that you can't create on your own. And so opportunity is often just by yourself in isolation. And then when you bring responsibility into it, that just brings others along the journey with you. 
Okay, so let, that's a great explanation. I think great context for the rest of the call. Now I'm going to steal one of your first bullet points to get you get you into this because I think it's I think it's just a great one here. So she goes, thanks, Jeff. Um, but you know, on on some of your notes, you shared that again. I'm going to look down, but opportunity is reactive and responsibility is proactive. So I'm going to just lay that out to you and then say, go, girl. And there may be a mic drop here, and if you hear a pen drop, you'll know what that is. Okay. So that, I mean, that was my turning point because like I said, I was waiting on people to come to me in this business rather than creating conversation and creating opportunities to bring it up to other people. And so I loved one of the things that Bonnie Ingle shared in her presentation where she said, you know, not just how are other people finding you, but how are you finding other people? And so I think a lot of times what we do in the beginning of our business, because we're basing our activity on what we see others doing. And largely what we can see is what they're sharing on social media or our conversations that we're having with other coaches in real life. And so we post and then we wait. And I like to look at it as remembering that social media is marketing. And so anybody that, you know, I'm going to be smart about my marketing. I'm going to be smart about my social media strategy. But after I post the people that start conversations and engage with me, I don't look at those as I initiated that conversation. So I put the responsibility on myself to be proactive and to start conversations with other people in my business. So I'm going to give you some questions to ask yourself per week. What can I do to be proactive? And so again, look at those people that come to you that see your posts or that you talk to out, look at those people as bonus, but then pursue and set these minimums for conversations that you'll start for your business. So the first one is, how many people will you find that you relate to? And so whether you choose to do this on social media or in person, it's up to you. And also the number of people that you pursue is up to you. This is up to you to decide, you know, the pace that you want, you know, the goals that you have for your business. And so set those accordingly that are in line with your goals. So ask first, how many people will you find that relate to you? So this is essentially building your warm market. And then the second thing is how many people will you invite to your next group? So this is, again, I think a lot of times, especially for newer coaches, we think that we have to have this really creative marketing strategy that looks super professional. We have to have this fancy presentation. But really, it is just about asking questions and getting other people to talk about themselves, really listening, and then as they're talking and as we're listening, see if they share any problems that you have a solution for, and then simply offering them that solution. The third question is, how many people would you invite to join your team? And so again, this is not, I don't want you to think of this as an intimidating, how many people will I perform fancy presentations to? Presentations sometimes can be a really big turnoff. So go for the presentation later, but initiate a simple conversation first. And so I remember thinking how detailed my presentation needed to be in the beginning, and then I simply realized that there's much greater power in listening to their story and again, seeing if I have a solution that will help them, whether that is one of our products 
or if that is the business opportunity. And so simply ask the question, have you ever considered doing what I do? That is not intimidating. It's a lead in question and their answer will help you to see if you're going to move on to the next question of your, do you want to be a team beach buddy coach interview? And so think of it in that perspective. And then the last question, which is one of my big passion points is how many current coaches and customers of yours will you invest in? And so it's this whole idea of when they buy something from us, that's not when our work ends, that's when our work begins. And so we start supporting and we continue supporting people that are on their journey that have already said yes to us. And so the thing that I love about those questions of again, how many people will you find that will relate to you? How many people will you invite to join your next group? How many people will you invite to join your team? And how many of your current coaches and customers will you invest in? Those are all numbers that you can control. So when we set numbers based on these are the numbers, you can't necessarily control the number of coaches that you're going to add to your team every week, but you can control the number of times that you share the opportunity, extend the invitation, ask the question, have you ever considered doing what I do? Have you ever considered coaching? And so if you're not seeing the results that you want in your business at that point, then you can still up the numbers of time you're asking those questions or you're doing those activities. But when we set goals that we can control, we put ourselves in much better position to be able to create the outcomes that we want because you're likely to get frustrated if you're setting goals based on outcomes that you are not necessarily in control of. And so opportunity, reactive, responsibility, proactive. Take these opportunities to move forward with people and to make sure that you are initiating the conversation. Well, the thing that I want to also just put a little bit of a highlight on this is that you talk about control. The questions you have down there are how many? And so that coaches don't forget that there is something very intentional about that piece. The successful coaches are intentional about that. It's not just who happens to come to you, it's how many, and then you measure yourself against that. And, and also there's a piece of, as you build your business, as you're wanting to rank advance, as you're wanting to uh, achieve a certain level of income, um, there is a how many that's part of that formula that you need to understand. So anyway, we won't go into that, but it's a very intentional question there. Okay, so let's keep going with your next point. Okay, number two, opportunity over promises and responsibility exceeds expectations. So this is the idea that when people either come into your group, whether you're running a free promotional group, this is a paid challenge group, or even if they're joining your team as a coach, your marketing should not be better than the truth of what they actually get. Your marketing should be good, but what they actually get should be better. So rather than just making all of these fancy promises with our marketing, if we actually put the idea on ourselves that I'm going to exceed their expectations, I'm going to go beyond the basics and I'm going to actually do an incredible job behind the scenes. Because what will happen is if what they, you do on social media is better than what they get in your group, then you'll see retention go down because they'll think I can get more if I just follow him or her on social media. And so, 
here are some ideas to exceed expectations in your challenge groups. And so one of the things that I love to do is to just simply write a handwritten note. People freak out. This is a texting digital society. And when you simply invest in a stamp and a thank you note and you send that to your customers, they freak out. And so go that extra level to be able to get, you come into their home when you do that. They see your handwriting. You become a real person. And so handwritten thank you note is not out of style. It's classy. It'll always be in style. It takes very little resources, very little time, and it goes a long way. Since I started implementing handwritten notes to my new challengers, I've really seen a difference in my retention numbers. And so if you see that people are buying, but they're not staying, that's a really simple way to increase your retention. The second thing that I do is incorporating a Zoom format or some form of FaceTime where you can get in front of your challengers and not just to where they can see you. The reason why I like Zoom is because it allows them to see each other and it really creates the community that, for example, we loved in the super workout because you guys, the super workout is a really big picture of what we actually do every day. I know you may work out in your garage by yourself or in your kid's playroom by yourself, but truthfully, you are working out with thousands of others that have that same energy and passion. So give them a little piece of that by creating a little community and then do weekly one-on-one -on -one check-ins. Some people are really going to thrive, whether you do a Facebook group or you use the My Challenger app. Some people are going to thrive in group accountability, but some people need that individual touch. And so you can use a tool like Google Streak or just simply copy and paste and you can just ask them some questions on a weekly basis to check in with them individually. But when you do that, it makes them see that you're not just caring about the group, but you're actually caring about them as an individual. And so refuse to just simply over promise and fancy marketing, but actually exceed expectations and how you deliver on those promises. I think. Okay, Jeff. that's great. Keep going. Okay. All right. Number three, opportunity pushes and re responsibility pulls. So I think that what, when we hear the word push, sometimes I can have this negative connotation of it's pressure of I'm forcing someone else to do this. Whereas pulling means I'm simply going to pull out of you what is possible because we don't have to pressure ourselves as coaches to create awesome people. Awesome people have already been created and our job is to simply find people and make sure that they know that they're awesome. Because one of the things that I see over and over and over again in this business is there are a lot of people that have never had anyone that have really, has really believed in them before. And so that's what this business allows you to do is it gives you a platform to be that first person that really believes in somebody and encourages them to do what they are capable of because we are all capable probably to do more than what we think. Just think about your workouts and how when you, you think I can't possibly lift heavier than this, then you try and you can. Sometimes all you need, whether it's the voice of one of our super trainers telling you that you can lift more, that you can lift heavier, be that person for those people on your team and for your challengers to help them understand that you're simply pulling out of them what they are capable to do. So I'm going to give you three tips to pull rather than push your coaches on your team. 
So the first one is to run group challenge groups with your newer coaches. They're much more likely to be able to run challenge groups with confidence if they are able to lead in an area where maybe they've already been in your group as a customer, then they're going to come in and they're going to lead a group alongside you. They have been your customer, so they know that you're going to help them deliver with excellence. And so even their confidence in inviting people to that group is going to soar because they know what they got out of your group. And you're simply going to invite them to be a part of that process. The second thing is to invite your coaches to speak on your team call or to go live in your Facebook page because this serves as their training ground. Your people serves as their training ground for them to learn how to lead. I'm so grateful for the opportunities that I've been given to learn how to lead within this company. It started with my uplines, Jackie Woodfin, and then Christine Dwyer, and then it's extended to the corporate level. But I've really been able to learn how to lead, and it's helped me realize, again, what I'm capable of. And so let your coaches speak on your team call, be their training ground, and then the number three thing is to offer them feedback. And so there's always something when they're leading with you, whether that's on that team call or within that challenge group that they're doing really well. And so make sure that you let them know that you noticed that they did a great job. That little comment will be something that goes a long way. And then also you can critique them to let them know some way that they can improve. Because our job as coaches, think about even if you played sports growing up, the coaches that helped you to be able to do something just a little bit better. They took your natural raw ability and then they gave you some tips and tools to help you to be able to improve. And it's our job as coaches to be able to do that for our teams. And so criticism is what you do when you're just trying to hurt someone. And so remember critique is what you do to help them to get better. And so compliment them first and then critique them if there's anything that you can do to help them sharpen that skill. Michelle, just, oh, yes. I was just gonna throw something in this. I think it's kind of an interesting piece on this is you, you started talking about your belief in self. Our summit theme was about believe in, believe in you and that people struggle with that. But here's what happens is where your belief in self come from, yeah, you have to work on yourself, but your greatest self-esteem and your greatest self-confidence comes when you are helping other people live. That's, just test that out and see how you feel when you help other people, what happens to your own self-esteem and your own confidence because you're lifting other people, you lift yourself in that process. So there is a law of contribution there. I don't know what the law is, but it's reciprocity or something that comes back in that process. So uh, it's, it's, a, it's a very cool dynamic. So sorry for stopping, but it just dawned on me as you were saying that, that that's how that thing plays out. So. So good, so true. All right, so this kind of, that's a good segue into my next one because opportunity, what that does is that sets goals for me and it sets goals that bless me and then responsibility sets goals that bless others that help others to be able to succeed. And so something that we've implemented with my team at the beginning of this year is I issued a team-wide challenge and we called it the 60 Homes Challenge. And so it was this idea to help five people every month, understanding that when you help one person, it doesn't just change them, it changes their family. And so it comes into their home. And so this idea of if I help five people every month this year, I'm impacting 60 homes and then realizing if every person on our team helped 60 homes, how many homes, that would be thousands of homes in one year 
if we just combined the work that we were doing together. And so think about really understand the impact that you have with what you're doing. We are not selling people a workout and a silly shake. We are creating healthier people. And when you create healthier people, that makes them better parents, better spouses, better employees, better volunteers, better community leaders. Like it is a catalyst for their entire life. And so don't just see it for something small understand the significance that it can have when you do your job well and you do your job right. And then another way to think of this is with Success Club. And I don't remember which Crossline leader I heard this from first, so this is not mine. Please don't credit me for this. But the idea of having the Changing Lives Club rather than Success Club. So that's what we recognize within my team is the Changing Lives Club. And we recognize the five and the 10 and the beyond, but we also recognize anybody that creates any kind of momentum in their business whatsoever as being a part of the Changing Lives Club because it's more than just a point. It's a person. And so change your verbiage and how you even speak about it to even if you wanted to change those questions of how many people will you invite to your next group, you could change that to how many families am I going to impact this week? Change your verbiage to, motive, to wording, wording that will motivate you. And then the last thing I think is, you know, is rank when we think about advancing in our rank, but when we make rank about us, then all of a sudden it's like, we have to set goals for other people that they may not, may not have set for themselves. And so how many people am I going to help get their business started, their, get their business off the ground? Or how many people am I going to help move forward in their business? And again, when that happens, it does positively impact your business as well, but rather than me putting the emphasis on me, what if it was just simply about how can I use what I've learned to bless somebody else and letting it start with them? And so if it feels, you know, icky to you to think about advancing in rank for yourself, think about it in terms of what does your team deserve? The people that you have brought on, what do they deserve? And go help them. And as you help them, it will in turn help your business grow. And then, Jeff, you got to interject here. No, I'm just going to say we've got like five minutes to wrap and you've got good content. So I'm just going to let you run through this. Okay. All right. Let's go. The last one is just about opportunity and how opportunity, I think, can get lost in just the land of more, of the land of more, of more people, more rank, greater position, more numbers. And a lot of times when we get into that more mode, it creates sloppy work. It creates to where we're, we're rushing rank or we're rushing sales. And when we do that, we can create untrained coaches and maybe get one-time sales versus long-time retention. And so instead of just this more idea, what if responsibility just simply said, I want the most for every person. For every person that I lead, I want the most of what is possible for them. And so again, there's this idea of dropping a thank you note. Um, there's an idea of these those weekly one-on-one -on -one check ins that you can do. But something else that I think that we miss out on is loving our people to the next level. In standard business terms, what this is talking about is creating that upsell of realizing that if people are coming in, they're getting great results, 
What other tools do I have access to that would benefit them? And so working your business in such a way that you earn the right and you earn the responsibility to be able to kind of sell to them again. Because I think, again, so many times we get lost in this idea of marketing and all of the business training out there will tell you that it is, takes 90% more effort. And that refers to your time and your resources to recruit a new customer than it does to retain an existing customer. And so think about all of the tools and the toolbox that we have as coaches to where you have Beachbody On Demand, you have Shakeology, you have the performance line, you've got a new program coming out in Lift 4, two other new launches coming later on this year. We've got Beach Bars, the 2B Mindset, the 21 Day Fix Cookbook, the containers, you've got the coaching opportunity. You have all of these other things that you can connect people to as long as you are, again, it goes back to that idea of exceeding their expectations. If everything that you do gets better, they're going to build trust with you. And so if you create this tribe that whatever you suggest they're in, we don't have to create great products. Beachbody does that for us. And so it's this idea of, again, being continually in their life, listening and saying, okay, what other tools do I have that would help you as you're on this journey. And so I'm going to close here because I already kind of talked about this in terms of pushing and pulling, but opportunity, it often creates this idea of, of pressure. And it was funny that you said responsibility creates pressure because I think a lot of times we think about opportunity. We think about what other people have done in this business and we think that we need to be able to do that. It should be happening faster. And so when we feel pressure, oftentimes we'll either rebel or will and will quit or will you know kind of push back with equal pressure until until something breaks and so this idea of responsibility what i love about responsibility is that responsibility goes back to purpose instead of pressure and what it does is purpose is what you get to begin pursuing on day 1 and so purpose is what gets you started but like jeff said i've been here 9 and a half years and purpose is still what keeps me going and so if you've kind of been on that hamster wheel of when things are good and when there's momentum and when there's something that I can do, that's almost like you're dependent upon a new opportunity and something new to come on. But when you have this idea of responsibility, responsibility creates constant momentum that's rooted in purpose. It's there from the beginning. And as long as you pursue it, it never goes away. Boom. Mic drop. And I don't know where Sandy's mic is, but it should be dropping right now too, Michelle. Um, some fantastic information. Um, so I'm, I've got some notes from you. I'm just going to repeat kind of the captions because I think that they, they highlight what you just said. One, opportunity is reactive. Responsibility is proactive. Two, opportunity over promises. Responsibility exceeds expectation. Th three, get my fingers right. Opportunity pushes, responsibility pulls. For opportunity sets goals for myself, responsibility sets goals or sets for others. Five, opportunity wants speed, responsibility wants steady. And then the last is responsibility or opportunity creates pressure, responsibility is driven by purpose. And uh, just, 
man, there's a sermon in each one of those that you that you gave, but a but a but a learning there as well. So uh, remarkable, Michelle. Let let's just end with um, okay, nine and a half years later. Talk to that. Nine and a half years later, you know. Um, I think when I started this business, I was really passionate about two things. I was passionate about my faith and I was passionate about fitness. And I always kind of felt like really weird about that because it seemed like these were two opposite sides. And, you know, at that point I had two different blogs where I, I wrote about two different things and coaching gave me an opportunity to be able to pull my passions together, but not just to pull my passions together. But when I pulled those passions together, I found a tribe of women that were like me. And so last Friday night at Summit, we did a team dinner and I got to stand in front of a hundred plus women that are the exact same version of weird as me. I'm not going to say we're not weird. We are weird, but we're weird together. And so I want to encourage you if, if you came to Summit alone this year, or maybe you even stayed home because you thought you were going to have to go by yourself, be loudly who you are so that other people who are like you can find you. And when you do that, you not only impact your own life, but you impact the lives of others. Because we need to realize that our, encourage to, our courage to embrace this responsibility can impact so many other lives for the better. And so when we're quiet, about it, whether that's because we're afraid of what other people will think or just because we think that it doesn't make sense ourselves and we don't fully understand what we're doing yet, that steals blesses from blessings from other people that are like you. And so Beachbody has created an opportunity that is a responsibility for us and a blessing for us. And so I'm just grateful to be able to stand in front of those, those women who wouldn't have been there if I hadn't have said yes. And so you said yes, so let your yes be yes, and let's make that yes count. Boom, one more time. So, so, so good. Um, you know, I heard a quote somewhere that just said, you know, be, don't be an echo, be a voice, be a clear voice. And uh, I'll also end with what I, with what I did with, with Malala Yousafi, who was the Pakistani girl. And she's got this great quote. I shared at Summit as well. It says, when the world is silent, even one voice can be powerful. And the reality is, is for so many people, um, the world is silent and you can be that one voice and you have that responsibility to share. So coaches, we're going to end with this, but um, all of this great information that Michelle just shared with us. Um, it, it, it is so rich, but it's all for naught unless you put it to use, unless you go out and be that voice. And that's going to take courage and it's going to take effort and it's going to take pushing yourself and becoming a better version of yourself. And the great thing is, is you do those things, you continually become a better version of yourself and you do that while you're helping other people who gets to do that. We do. So we're counting on you. We appreciate all that you're doing. Look forward to seeing you at Super Saturday. And uh, get registered for Summit. Michelle, one last time, thank you so much. And we'll throw it over to you, Sandy. Sandy dropped her mic and can't pick it up, apparently. You're right. Actually, no, now I can't drop the mic. It is on a mic stand. But wow, could I listen to Michelle all day long? I mean, she's just a gifted speaker. 
and great information. A lot of you are going to ask, when can I hear it on the podcast? I'm going to say it again for those that are asking. Check your podcast app on the frequency of the refresh because we do post these podcasts right after the call. So thanks everybody for joining the National Wake Up Call. Have an incredible, incredible Super Saturday. Please try to get to a live event and I'll see you next week. Bye-bye everybody.